we can start now, I guess. So hello. Hi. Um, first, I guess I want you to introduce yourself and just kind of tell everyone about you and what you're up to. <laughs> okay. Um, well, my name is Zahara. I am, what am I up to? I am currently in school. Um, I'm an educator turning into a counselor slash therapist, art therapist. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Um, so what I guess brought about this passion for art therapy? Um, awesome question. Um, for me, I have always been um, somewhat of a person that loves to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I like had volunteered and also worked at a summer camp and really loved the arts. Um, and then I started going into education in um, university. And during that time, I saw like a pretty... I don't know. It it was a really interesting shift um, when I worked with different kids who experienced like anxiety in the classroom or just um, were dealing with things at home. Um, And I realized that like the counseling resource wasn't as um, freely open for different like kids in schools. Um, And what sparked my passion um, ended up being I was working at a school on uh, Indigenous Reserve Mm -hmm. in um, Alberta and I was in a classroom with uh, like eight adorable kids in grade two Um, and one of the kids that we had in our classroom um, had a really difficult time with um, being able to express himself on paper um, or just in general just to talk to both myself and my observation teacher Mm -hmm. and we realized he he really really enjoyed drawing and he was able to draw what he felt or like answers in the classroom and that kind of like spurred this idea that oh there might be some type of therapeutic aspect of art Um, and I started looking into it and saw that there was a full community behind that as well and so that I love kind of that. Spur my passion. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So obviously you can share and like disclose as much as you want um, and as much as you're comfortable with. But uh, I guess my next question would be um, how has maybe therapy in general or art therapy, therapy specifically, since that's what you're studying now, helped you? And I also want to add that I think people kind of put this like, generalized umbrella over what therapy is and don't realize that it can take on many different forms um Mm. like you mentioned there's art therapy there's music therapy there's a lot of different forms of therapy so I guess first we'll start off with um art therapy specifically how has that helped you if it has at all in any aspect of your life have you found some sort of I guess like mental release with um art yeah, um, I think especially going into college and 
just dealing with the stresses of, you know, moving out from family and kind of figuring out on my own, my, like just my art classes in general were some sort of therapy for me. It was just the ability to kind of focus on something else, except like everything else that I was working or thinking about. Um, And it really allowed me to put any of my emotions on like paper or just in general. Like I love doing pottery and molding and sculpting as well. Um, And it also was a great way for me to just relay anything that was on my heart at the time. Um, I also kind of, I don't know, being from um, a Christian household, Therapy isn't like the the biggest thing that like people go to when you're dealing yeah. with stressors and stuff. Um, but I just remember that my school had offered it that um, like uh, in-person therapy with a counselor. Um, and once I tried it, I was just like, it was a relief to kind of be able to speak to a professional um, and just address things that you didn't feel comfortable like addressing to parents or friends and different things like that Mm -hmm. um and finding that balance of being able to like go home and then journal um and draw like just how I felt after like a therapy session ended up being its own therapy within itself and so yeah I personally um I'm definitely an advocate for therapy I haven't actually gone out of my way to find a therapist but I do have friends that have shared um, the benefits of having a therapist and being able to open up to someone like you said that you know might not be a family well isn't a family member isn't like a friend and isn't directly involved in your life Um, but I love that and I guess you have some bias I guess towards (laughs) art therapy but um I get what are those biases when it comes to conventional like psychotherapy versus you know art therapy um well uh in regards to uh therapy in general most times it's with um an individual uh either a psychotherapist um or a counselor um and it's mainly uh, questions that are answered you might have dialogue and they are able to get to know you and then begin to kind of like ask you questions about how you are either coping with different things in your life or um, ways of addressing different things um, I know the first time I went to to therapy um, we had a free counselor on campus um, and for me it's important to find someone who represents who I am I didn't realize that going into it I will be very honest and so this individual was like a cis you know white guy and at first I had like all of my guards Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I I won't lie I I was very guarded and kind of just was very wary of what I could or could not disclose um but later on like once I you know started working and stuff like that it was like paramount for me to find someone that I could relate to 
and I wouldn't be able to have to like explain those nuances of whatever I was feeling or going through. Um, and I was able to find someone actually through, I don't know if you've seen the app. It's like very popular on Instagram, but better help. Yes. Yes. I've yeah. So I, I tried it because in the place that I live, um, not that they had, um, individuals of color for um therapists but most of them were very booked and didn't have like availabilities and so I kind of went to BetterHelp to kind of find if there was someone that like would fit (laughs) um and I I was able to find someone who was so genuine came from a Caribbean background like myself was easy to talk to and the conversations were a lot more I don't know how to say it productive um but they just understood um and during that time I I advocate for any type of therapy I think that even like just talking about your um the problems that you feel is a great way some individuals don't feel as comfortable with like talking about things um but they were just they were just so open and they were able to kind of communicate with me on a level that just made me think a lot more so I appreciated it but you know art therapy also is great music therapy is awesome um yeah like there are so many different like types of intelligences that there are usually therapists that are able to work in all sorts of those fields and it's really awesome to see as well yeah and I think um in general like doing your research and finding someone that you can relate to can be very beneficial um and I'm just thinking about this is one example uh finding a doctor that you know you feel comfortable with can change a lot of things I know that I had to change um my physician not because I didn't feel uncomfortable but I just I don't know I've always kind of had like female doctors and like people who are with me at a young age and then you know growing up and moving out and going to college and then making sure that you're keeping up with medical related things yeah Um, I don't know it just helped to find a female physician and that is completely off topic but my main point (laughs) is just uh, finding someone who you relate to and who you feel comfortable with is important in all aspects of life and therapy and finding a doctor and whatever it is so I thank you for bringing that up um so I guess the main premise of the podcast or my podcast is uh kind of to create a space where you just feel refreshed and I guess like realigned um so much can happen during the week and so my next question for you would be how do you reset after like a busy week um how does Zahara do self-care how do you care for your mental well-being your physical well-being um yeah what does that look like for you um that looks like kind of unplugging Mm -hmm. and um for me especially during my weeks they're usually like packed with either like studying or like working and different things like that um 
And I found myself like time and time again, kind of like just taking a step back from social media or um, just from, I don't know, a lot of socializing (laughs) during Mm -hmm. the week and kind of taking like a step back and just having um, either my weekend to myself or um, intentionally making connections during the weekend um, just to continue to have um, that part in my community. Um, I also enjoy reading. Um, I love just delving into a book and kind of like losing myself in a book or a documentary or different things like that and doing um, just learning, but not based on like a class activity or, or work, um, just something that's um, pertaining to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I live like across the country from my family. So every weekend I make sure that I connect with either like one of my brothers or my mom or my dad um, and just continuing that like connection aspect. I like that. Okay, so three questions popped into my head. Um, so the first one, first two are kind of basic. What is the, or are you reading a book now? And if so, what's the current book you're reading? So we'll start with that one. Um, I am. I've, um, I'm restarting um, All About Love by Bell Hooks, a classic mm-hmm. Um I actually had started reading her um, book, their book, at the end of my school year. So it was like two years ago. Um, And I had started reading the book right before COVID started happening. And once everything kind of like happened, I kind of literally like put the book down and did not touch it. Um, And recently I had just been reading quotes and seeing friends um posting about um their book and I was like you know what I should start reading this again because I really missed it so um I've taken the time like before class or when I have the time to just kind of go over her incredible work yeah I started well not started I read the book I want to say maybe early last month and I finished it and I really liked it and this is my first time hearing about it um but yeah definitely uh support other listeners if anyone's listening to pick up that book and read it I think it was very mind opening um and it I guess can be classified as like an opinion piece because it is her personal experience with stuff and her own opinion Mm -hmm. on um the topic of love uh but yeah, I, I like that. The book was great. Uh, the next question. Um, are you watching anything currently? Because you mentioned unplugging, kind of taking time for yourself. And that could look like, you know, putting on a TV show or documentary or whatever. So are you currently watching anything, any series or anything of the sort? <laughs> um, I... I am. Well, this weekend we watched the untold story of Manti Teo. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. So it 
it's a two-part documentary on um, a footballer in the States um, who was catfished. Really, really crazy story. Just randomly picked it up because I had seen it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it comes to just, like, series, I... (laughs) Terrible at investing in them because... (laughs) It'll just like I'll watch like two and I'm like, mm, this is okay. And then I'll just won't watch it for a couple of months and like go back and rewatch. Um but one consistent uh I guess series that I love to watch is um oh my goodness, why am I forgetting? It is a YouTube series. Let me just look it up so that I don't give you any misinformation. Um where it is it's about like tiny homes oh never too small so it's about like small homes and architecture and I just love um every home that they go into and they they post pretty frequently as well um and just how individuals can use their creativity to completely um create new spaces so I like that. I wrote that down. I'm gonna watch both of those things, The Untold Story <laughs> and Never Too Small on YouTube. Um, and you mentioned living um far from your far from your family, excuse me. So how is that um how is that for you? Um yeah, what are some of the struggles that comes with living away from family and um yeah. Um so especially sorry don't mean to cut you off yeah no problem. To, I guess <laughs> clarifying give you more uh meat to go off of you're in school you did mention that you're back in school so being in school being away from family I personally went to school outside of my state so mm-hmm. I was nine hours away um but for you personally how is that with being in school and not being as close to family as you might have been before when it comes to distance yeah um so when I was doing my undergraduate, um, I was in Alberta, which is, I guess, the equivalent of being, like, Alberta's over, like, Montana, I think, in regards to states, and my parents were, like, above the Detroit area, so it was pretty far away, mm-hmm. um, and I just remember during those four years, it was just like, oh, like freedom, like I can finally express myself. It was amazing. Um, And I would take the time to kind of take my summers and go back home and just be with my family and my friends. Um, But once I had graduated, um, I had gotten a job offer from a wonderful school in Vancouver which is above um Oregon Seattle area mm-hmm. um which was even farther from my family um but um I took it because I am a Sagittarius I love to travel <laughs> so um yeah it was definitely um very different because I no longer was with friends that I had made at like school and um definitely a lot farther from um my family I think the the pros of it what um I'm very grateful for is 
starting like a new creating like a new community out here um but I guess the drawbacks um for it were just I wasn't able to kind of like be with my friends or um my brothers like I love my brother so much and that three hour um just difference uh definitely was something that um it took a toll at first um on me but then I was able to kind of get that connection back um and then also the western side of Canada like the states is very different (laughs) from the eastern side um and so there was definitely a, a pretty large culture shock um moving out here um because unlike Toronto the Afro-Caribbean community is not as not that it's not present out here but it's not as large Mm -hmm. um and so again I had to become a lot more intentional with the connections that I made and the people that I saw and the community out here is it's beautiful it's really small but it's it's an incredible community and so um yeah I came with a lot of gratitude a lot of shifting and changing but intentionality was something that I I had a lot more out here yeah I I know with well anyone that's gone to university those four years are definitely life-changing you aren't the same person that you are you know (laughs) freshman year when you graduate um the community that you create is like family Um, I know I miss a lot of my friends from university or all of my friends I should say from university so it's kind of like a home away from home and then you know once you graduate you kind of have to if you don't stay in the same area and if you guys aren't all together you kind of have to go out and like you said create a new community and you know be around people that make you feel loved and appreciated Um, Mm -hmm. but also dealing with the stress of being far away from family especially if you're close to your family yeah take a toll for sure I know I constantly miss like my mom and just being able to go and talk to her and see her face to face and not you know call her on the phone and be exactly hundreds of miles away so being intentional great word because if you aren't intentional about the people you surround yourself with and you kind of get to those low moments or those low points when you start to miss you know family and friends from back home if you can't reach out to those that are close to you and like around you physically and in proximity, then, you know, it kind of creates a a more difficult environment. It doesn't make yeah. it easier, if that makes sense. So I, I love that. I love that you've been able to stay sane through all of that <laughs> and being far from family. Um, yeah. So where do you I guess see yourself in like five years or what uh yeah where do you see yourself in five years or what do you want the future to hold for you oh that is a it's a big question yeah (laughs) and you don't have to be specific if you don't want to be or yeah take that as you will but where do you think you want to be in five years or so um uh where do I want to be in five years um I want to be in a place that I am loved and valued and supported 
Um, and I don't know, like I, in five years, I hope that I've been able to like finish observations and to be able to like finish um, school um, and to be able to be doing something that I love. Um, again, like another plug to art therapy, working in that field, um, being able to work um, with youth and young adults and to create spaces for them that they can be themselves, to be um, as creative as they want to be. Um, I know that's pretty vague, but <laughs> trying to figure out other yeah. words to well, it's it's hard to I I get that it's hard to answer for sure. But I was just very curious because you know things change and we don't know exactly what the future holds. Yeah, we kind of can have this you know mapped out. Oh, when I'm 23, when I'm 27, I want to be here. I want to be doing this. Um, so yeah, a a lot can change. But I love what you said at the beginning about being in an environment where you feel safe and loved. Um, I think that that is such a beautiful thing when you can feel those um, connections and you can feel that, you know, positive energy from (laughs) the people around you. Oh, that's great. So I wish that upon you. I hope that now and in the years to come, you definitely feel all of that. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of things to, you know, talk about and discuss. Like I said at the beginning, I truly don't know what this episode, or I didn't know what this episode was going to be about at all. And that's kind of how everything starts when it comes to me recording and like pulling out my phone and just kind of talk and go with the flow. Uh, is there anything that you want to like bring up or talk about or discuss any questions that you might have um yeah I don't know if there's something that you want to say or you know add um I'm trying to think of some things right now um I have to put you on the spot so sorry (laughs) (laughs) no problem um Uh, let's see in regards to the community that you're forming through um this podcast what is what is your goal with it um good question (sighs) I guess this kind of started as like um I don't know, maybe my form of therapy. I journal. I'm a huge, huge advocate for journaling. I am never without my journal. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's one way that I kind of cope with my emotions and feelings and stuff and process things. So I think that this started um, for that specific reason to kind of allow me to just, I don't know, talk to my phone and talk out things that might have taken place over the week or things that might have been weighing on my mind. Um, And then I was like, okay, well, why don't I just put it out? Because I'm sure other people might be experiencing the same things or might be thinking about the same things or, you know, um, might have the same thoughts. So yeah, I guess 
my goal for this would be that I offer some sort of help to whoever might be listening and it generates um, you know conversations and it just becomes a safe place for both me and the listener and again this is kind of just like a fun you know go with the flow type of thing um but yeah I I guess that that would be my goal and for the people that I've had on the podcast in the past it's been friends and family um and then you know my my mom might listen and she might say oh Chelsea after you know I listened to you talk about this I felt this way you know my aunt's contact me and we're like oh I love this you know when we were younger and we might have been struggling with stuff we didn't have that sort of out what, what's the word I'm looking for we didn't have that way like of outlet yeah outlet that's the word that I was looking for <laughs> we didn't have that <laughs> um and so yeah that, that's always fun to hear um but that's my goal too and it's saying that the meeting will end in 10 minutes so we have to oh um yeah so I guess that's that's my goal um I love it I I love it I also I didn't realize that you had a podcast so when you had messaged me I was like whoa this is really cool I also was definitely taken aback I was like why me like what do I have to say we can I'll add to that (laughs) well for those of you listening um I met Zahara at a very close family friend's wedding in Canada and it was kind Mm -hmm. of like oh hey you know this is my cousin you know hi and then yeah yeah that's kind of how that whole interaction happened that was years ago I don't remember when Auntie Cheryl was married but I want to say it was a a while four or five five almost possibly yeah so then you know that those college casual like meetups usually turn into oh what's your Instagram let me follow you (laughs) and so yeah I just love the content that you push out I love the way that you express yourself just all the information and knowledge that I've personally gained from seeing your like online presence has been very refreshing I loved all of the stuff that you put out when um, the whole Black Lives Matter movement was not necessarily at its peak, but that's when a lot of triggering, stressful things were going oh, on. You know, yeah. when you posted on your story and the lives and stuff that you had definitely helped me and encouraged me and taught me a lot. So yeah, um, that is why I wanted to ask you to be on uh, just because I, I love the way that you... Um, look at the world I guess I could say I love uh, oh. the the information that you grant to others and so yeah I just wanted to talk to you about stuff and that stuff I love your passion <laughs> which is art therapy so I love that but yeah that that's why <laughs> I love I wow I I I know that it's um it's huge to use social platforms mm-hmm. for like education purposes but I I really appreciate that I really appreciate you taking the time to even just like message me Mm -hmm. um and I'm I'm 
baffled by the fact that I was able to help you as much as I guess I did because yeah a lot of those posts um again being very intentional with the way that I addressed everything that was going on but were very personal like I I'm sure you felt the same way during everything that happened um but yeah it's not a different reality in Canada but it's definitely not something that was talked about so Mm -hmm that educational component being as intentional as I possibly possibly could be about addressing what was happening was very paramount for me so I'm glad that you that it touched you or helped you it's it's heartwarming (laughs) I feel like we don't really realize how much we might impact people um you know, I've heard many times, you know, no one's paying attention to you. No one really cares about this. And like, that is true. But um, people still perceive us like we still mm-hmm. can put our opinion out there. And especially with social media, we reach a lot of different audiences that we might not if Instagram, Twitter, Facebook wasn't a thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think that we fully understand how much online presence in general can impact people and help people or you know do the reverse and not be very beneficial Mm -hmm. so intentional I guess is the word for this episode um definitely being intentional about what you say what you do is important um but this timer is giving me anxiety it's only (laughs) five minutes left but it's still like counting down and I don't like it doing that but I usually end the episodes or kind of come to a close with talking Mm -hmm. about um a way that you well I think I did mention um or ask you about how you reset and kind of like realign so I'm going to actually go to music and usually people give a song or an album or whatever, whatever they've been listening to recently. And that could be a podcast. It could be anything, but is there some sort of whatever that you've been having on repeat? Is there some sort of podcast that kind of gets you through the week or like a song that has been speaking to you a lot more recently? Um, Definitely, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts than I do with music, which mm-hmm. is something that is usually not the case. But um, a really incredible podcast that um, I've started is um, Code Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's not NPR. That is, I don't know who made. I I know the podcast you're talking I, about. I think it's. Yes. It might be Gimlet, possibly. No, no, no. It is NPR. Um, but yes absolutely love the podcast uh highly recommend it for anyone who's listening Mm -hmm. um it's such a refreshing um just area where you can just be able to listen and they involve stories and their way of teaching about certain um aspects of culture is just incredible um but yeah, Code Switch is definitely high on my list. <laughs> with... Yeah, that's that's great. Um, I usually share a song or whatever, but since we're talking about podcasts, um, let me 
go through my list, I guess. Ooh, that's the wrong thing. Ooh, what do I want to... Okay, I think I'll bring up two. So the first one I actually got from my friend Antonia, who was on the episode week before last, I think. Um, and Zahara's cousin. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she told me about this podcast called We Still Like Each Other. And it's by a couple. I believe they're in New York. But they kind of just talk about a couple of things. I know the episode that I listened to with her was about um owning a home and what that looks like and like what you should start preparing yourself for and when I heard them talk about it I was like wait what like this goes into buying a home it's not as simple as you think it is like there's so many different aspects so yeah that is my podcast recommendation and then my second one would be balanced black girl and I listened to Spotify and it is literally what the title is about um it's just about uh staying balanced um while being black african-american whatever um and she has different guests that kind of help with the topics of whatever that week or like season is about so you know there's conversations on rewinding um conversations on healing yourself from like the inside out I'm just going through her like discography but yeah so those are my it looks really good yeah um yeah I think I think this was a success for not really knowing (laughs) what to talk about or what to bring up thank you so much for saying yes in the first place and having setting out the time to speak with me for these what like 40 minutes I thank you thank you thank you so much very appreciate of course um yes so again thank you and as always don't forget to restart reclaim realign reignite and reset bye guys Okay, and...